So, great big good morning. We can do a little better than that. Great big good morning. It's wonderful to have you folks here today. We have a very special service ahead for you. We're going to be doing a service here on baptism, which is fun and it's important to do as a one-off every now and then. We actually have some online congregants here from the western part of the state who are here with us today, which will be really fun to be able to do. And, and you know, baptism is such a, it's such a beautiful sacrament because, you know, we can treat it a kind of a couple of ways. Some people treat it as like a finish line. Like, you get to baptism, all done, all good, it's all over. And, and I think baptism, it's much, 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 much better to see it as this beautiful starting line in life. And how can we live a life of purpose, of meaning, of, of, of grace, and how can we live it and try to follow along the best way we can in terms of how we see Jesus asking us to live? And that's really the commitment. And, and it's, it's, folks, this is a smiling commitment. You know, there's, there should be nothing dour about a baptism. It should be incredibly joyous and fun and beautiful and a wonderful occasion for people to get together. So we're super excited about having that, having that today. And, and I need to say personally, you know, it's um, all of these. Like I'm, I'm thinking of, of memorial services and baptisms and, and weddings and betrothals. And, and they're all so beautiful because... They remind us of just simple things. The preciousness of life, the goodness of life, and the simple memory again and again and again, as was famously said by Mother Teresa, is this memory that we belong to each other. This deep, grace-filled memory. Oh yeah, that's right. We belong to each other. So I want to welcome you to that service here today. And today what we're going to be, be doing is we're going to be taking a look at a line here in terms of baptism, and this is the line we're going to be, be going over. It's from John 1, then John, this is from John the Baptist. Then John the Baptist gave his testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit, which is Jesus, come down and remain is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. And, and the beautiful line there we're going to be looking at is this word spirit. I love the word spirit. Because the word spirit has, is when you look at the definition, has these beautiful definitions. One of which is God. Another of which is breath. Another of which is wind. So sort of that idea that that's what we're celebrating is this is this wonderful spirit of God that arrives in our lives. And it's a spirit, again, it's a spirit that we should know by joy. Not by guilt, not by worry, not by anxiety, but by joy. And it doesn't mean that life, of course, will, won't have its hard things. Like, baptism promises nothing except for that we get to do the hard work together. And there's some sort of story that we're saying, yeah, this is our story. This is how we're going to walk this is what we're going to try to do. This is how we're going to remember we belong to each other. This is how we're going to have that sense of meaning. And that's what we'll be celebrating here today. So before we get started, I do just want to give a quick plug as well. We still have space for our, our latest small group, which will be starting up soon. New Church Live, for those of you watching for the first time, we consistently have small groups going. 
you're more than welcome to join one here. Great chance to have fellowship and conversation with an online audience from all over the country. I mean, it's kind of fun seeing who shows up at these things. We've had people from Hawaii and Florida and Texas and all kinds of fun places who are part of our congregation. We get a chance to, to get together online. If that interests you, just go to the events page on the New Church Live website and enjoy signing up and enjoy being part of the small group. So with that, friends, we're gonna start out with a little celebratory song, and it's wonderful to have you here at New Church Live. Final word is welcome. We are so glad you're here, so glad you've joined us. We got a wonderful day ahead for you. Welcome to New Church Live. What a fun song. And even though we're celebrating a little boy's baptism, it's wonderful to celebrate with that song. And just, just thinking about, like, that's how God sees us. You know, that's how the angels see us. That's, and that's how we need to see each other, that beautiful, beautiful way of hold, with holding each other tenderly. So today, again, it's, it's, it's fun to be speaking to baptism and speaking to what it means. You know, personally for me, it's, it's one of my favorite sacraments to do as a pastor because, again, it's, it's this joining into something much larger than than 
our normal lives, and it's just this kind of shifting aside. And, and we, live, we live in an era, and, and you've heard me, this is where I'm going to sound curmudgeonly for about 30 seconds. You know, we, we live in an era where, as one author said, you know, the primary skill we've developed is browsing. And, and there is danger to that, right? Because if we're just constantly browsing, we're going to miss some things. And this is an opportunity to return to first and to live in a way where those first come full circle. We really get to see them and hold them and, and just go, yeah, this is what really matters. Now, part of that today, folks, is, is taking a look at this line of spirit. Here's this line we were looking at from John. I saw the spirit, John the Baptist says, come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And there's, there's so many beautiful parts of that. So, so when, when Jesus got baptized, he submerged in the water, and, and that idea of them coming out with a new life, and when, the new, when, when that new life is signified, it's signified by a dove coming down. And that dove has a lot of biblical antecedents, if you think back to Noah and the ark. Those of you familiar with that story. You know, this, this sign, this, this beautiful symbol, even to this day we use that biblical symbol of the dove with an olive branch meaning peace. And that idea of, of peace, of peacefulness descending, we're going to talk about that today a lot too. You know, this this peacefulness as this spirit settles over our lives. And it's interesting, you know, Christians from way back have known this. Uh, if you've ever played the game Where's Waldo, you can also in old churches play the game Where's the Dove. And if you look at stained glass, you know, the vast majority of churches have a little dove somewhere in, in their main stained glass up towards the altar. I know they definitely have it right across the street here at the beautiful Bernathan Cathedral. And it's, it's that idea of, that, yeah, that, that seeing. I mean, it symbolizes that Holy Spirit arriving into our lives. And what does, that, what does that spirit land on? What does it touch? And what does it touch? You know, obviously, we're, we're, you know, he had an image of it physically touching something. But there's this idea, too, that the, that the spirit will spiritually touch something. Will touch something in all our souls in a beautiful way. And maybe one way to see what the spirit touches is, is to see what is God's alone in us. And here we shift into Christi a Christian New Church perspective. And I love this line, this line that says, the Lord's alone in us, the Lord's alone in us. Now, it's, it's, it's a powerful concept. And the way this languaging works, I'm gonna step over here for a second. The way this languaging works is that there's, there's something inside of us that is God's and God's alone. We can't, touch it. We can't manipulate it. It's like this beautiful golden treasure, this heart of gold that all of us have. And it's interesting to watch because almost in any circumstance, you can see people who, who respond to it. And it's these three things, innocence, loving kindness, and mercy. Innocence, loving kindness, and mercy. And I want to talk about each of those really briefly and then show you a video that shows how that can resonate. The first is the word innocence. Now, the word innocence in Latin actually means unwounded. And it's this idea that in each one of us, there's this part deep within that isn't wounded. Now, a lot of our lives are pretty darn wounded. <laughs> I think we could all agree with that. But isn't it, isn't it beautiful to just remember, no, there's, there's a part that the Lord will always protect, will always hold. We'll never allow it to be wounded or hurt, despite the part that a lot of our lives get covered over with a lot of wounds and hurt. 
So that part, super critical. The other part is this idea of loving kindness, this idea that, that God is forever speaking to us in this, in, these, in this voice of compassion. A beautiful, a beautiful concept within Christian New Church thought is that God's clearest voice to me and to you is the voice of compassion. And when you hear the voice of compassion, that means that God is speaking to you directly in that moment. Think about that. Because I'm sure you've all been stirred by compassion. And when we get stirred by compassion, that's God kind of pointing to something that, that he has given you, he's given you to try to look at and try to lean into and, and try to as best you can to help. Not perfectly, but lovingly. And then the last one, mercy. And if you've been around New Church Live, you know the definition I love of mercy, which comes from the Hebrew, which is womb-like mother love. And even dad's got it. That idea of this deep, womb-like mother love. And, and those parts, folks, if you see those as the heart of gold, they're deep within. Now, again, I think most of us would, could imagine people who on the external, they're like, that person does not look like they have much innocence, loving kindness, or mercy going on. But friends, remember, appearances can be deceiving. And sometimes what appears on the outside is very different than what's actually going on on the inside. And with that, I want to share a video with you because the family is here today from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I wanted to share with you one of my favorite Pittsburgh videos about a cop and his experience of innocence, loving kindness, and mercy, and how it stirred his heart. Enjoy. We end tonight with a detective who didn't have a clue what was missing until he found it. Here's Steve Hartman on the road. Generally speaking, if you're a kid growing up in Pittsburgh, like Jesse and Josh Lyle, the last place you ever want to be is in a courtroom across the table from Detective Jack Mook. How do? Mook is a by-the-book, no-nonsense, chew-em-up, spit-em-out, 22-year veteran of the force. Outside of work, he's a committed bachelor, a man's man, who would never so much as let a Vidalia see his soft side. For fun, he hits people and volunteers at the Steel City Boxing Gym, Flip. teaching the sport to underprivileged kids. To Most of the kids that come in this gym are street kids. I'm not gonna hurt you. And many of them have been uh, born into poverty. Kids like Jesse and his older brother, Josh. Long before their date in court, Jack had been working with them. Turn that hand. He really liked these kids Set. and knew the feeling was mutual. Turn that hand. So when they just stopped showing up at the gym one day, Jack went out and found them. And he was asking me about it, and then I just cried. What Jack didn't know, what no one knew till that moment, was just how bad these kids had it. They were in a foster home with foster parents who Jack says were extremely abusive and neglectful. They have had it as worse as any other kid that's ever lived in the city of Pittsburgh, living conditions-wise. Really? And that just... I had enough of it. So Jack Mook took matters into his own hands, cashed in some favors, and got the kids placed in a new home. You want something else to eat? His. I eat a For Jack, it's been quite an adjustment. I'm in here trying to learn my culinary skills, brother. <laughs> but I get the sense that you're really loving this. Yeah, yes. It's awesome. It's the best thing I ever did in my life. 
At least it was the best thing. That's it. Until the day he went to court and did one better. They'll be successful. Adopted the boys. All right, come on, guys. And made them mooks. You're mook, right? You happy? After this story first aired in 2014, we got a lot of email, a surprising amount from women who wanted to meet this guy. So did you email us? Are you one of those? No, no. Mary says she saw the story, but she met him in a bar. Did you go to the bar because you knew he'd be there? Yes. Ah, <laughs> yes. I am For answering honestly. <laughs> they were married last summer. She came with three of her own, so now Jack and the boys are part of a Brady Bunch, a family none of them could have ever imagined just a few years ago. Jack especially. I thought being single was fun because you don't have no responsibilities. But when you're single, you don't realize what you're missing. I'm glad I let her break through that barrier and take me away from that life. Sounds like it wasn't just the boys who were rescued. Steve Hartman, on the road in Pittsburgh. And you can see more of Steve Hartman's favorite stories from his On the Road series starting right after our broadcast on our digital network, CBSN, at cbsnews.com. And that is the CBS Evening News for tonight. For Scott Pelley, I'm Jim Axelrod in New York. And for all of us here at CBS News. That is a great video. And by the way, that is the way people in Pittsburgh really speak. It is, it's just a beautiful video, right? Because folks, like you think about innocence, loving kindness, and mercy, and it's there. It's there. And despite the appearances, it's there. And, and that's so much about what we're trying to do with our children is, is we're trying to allow that part to be real and to make sure that through their whole lives they have access to it. That they have a way where that part of the spirit can, can, can really live inside of their life because when that part of, their, of the spirit lives within their lives, God is alive in them. And then that starts to go out in these, in these beautiful ways. And I, I love it too, right? Because, because we all know that, that somehow, you know, innocence, loving kindness, and mercy, it's incredibly attractive. That's why she went to the bar to meet him. Because there's an attraction to that. There's a knowledge. Oh yeah, that's actually what's true, what matters, what lasts. And it's not apart, folks, again, like as we look at the spirit and we look at the spirit sort of and filling into those things, it's not a part that, that like kind of separates us out from life or, or makes life necessarily easy. No, it's a part that helps us to do really brave things. And do you know you can do brave things? You can do courageous things. Because that stuff lives within you. And the beauty that we can find there is, is, is just so incredibly powerful to be, to be, to be witness to. And it gives, a, it gives a beautiful idea of what salvation is. You know, it's, salvation is this thing then that moves through our lives. And it's a healing. It's, you know, wasn't the only one who got rescued. I love that last line, you know, because it's something that is moving through our lives. And what do we get a chance to experience then, folks? Well, well, here is an idea for you that I think we get to experience. These beautiful ideas, these beautiful ideas. If you love me, keep my commands. I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. 
that idea of an advocate, that idea, and the word advocate there, the word in Greek is paraclete, it means a defense attorney, it means this idea that God's going to be on your side and help you to see, move forward with these things. And this idea as well, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And that's where that peacefulness starts to come into our lives. And that's what I want to think about today. And that's sort of the charge as we're looking at this baptism. The charge is like, okay, what, what, what do we want to say really matters today? Like, what's the takeaway? And maybe it's a couple of very simple things. Peace and the heart of wonder. I mean, when we commit to baptism, yeah, there are absolute things that we commit to. I say it all the time, a river without banks is a puddle. So you need to have banks to the river, banks where, where, where we teach each other and we share together the Lord's Prayer, simple things, the Ten Commandments, basic teachings, the idea that, yeah, God's Word, there's all kinds of good stuff in there. We have to go back to Revelation so that we have something that's higher than ourselves, something that's higher than our own particular desires at the moment. In other words, we have a compass that we can navigate by. All those things are really important. And, and those are structures, and we need them. We need them desperately. See, just watch someone who's grown up without any structure. It's hard to be happy without some structure in your lives. And that structure is all about freedom. Being able to truly be free. And, and as I was thinking about this baptism, again, there's, there's, there's parts I feel like, like with spirituality, with Christianity that are, that are so precious, but they're precious in a way that words, words, despite the fact I'm not the best person with words, but even if I was, I don't think I could ever capture it fully. And that, I think, is that idea of peace and a sense of wonder. There's, there's something about when we really understand that we are the Lord's, that we're here for a purpose, that God has it, that life is good, that Connor was given to the perfect parents that he could have been given to. When we start to see all those things, there's a peace that starts to settle over our lives. And that, and that peacefulness, folks, for Jesus, it came back to this word, shalom which I love that word. I talk about it all the time. And let's just say it together online and in person. Ready? Shalom. I was talking to a, to a, to a dear jo uh, Jewish friend, Billy Jonas, and, and Billy was asking, yeah, Billy, tell me about this word. And he said, oh yeah, shalom. You know, the thing you need to know about shalom, and I'm hearing it right now, the thing you need to hear about shalom is shh. So that's what shalom's all about, so shh. How many of us could use a little shh? <laughs> we all could, right? We all could, especially if you've driven on 95 or the Pennsylvania Turnpike this morning. You know, just a little shh. I think that's what God is saying all the time with the Spirit. Just shh. Be still and know that I'm God. And then once we can have that stillness, folks, that stillness in our lives, then we can have this incredible sense of wonder. Wonder. Again, it's, it's not moving into just browsing and distraction, browsing and distraction, browsing and distraction. I don't know too many people who are browsing on their, on their computers who are thinking, oh, this brings me such peace and sense of wonder. Don't think that happens. 
But it happens standing outside at night, looking up at the stars. It might happen riding on a horse. It might happen with the people we love. It might happen any number of ways, from driving a truck with dad to any number of things. We can experience that sense of wonder. And just, just imagine, just imagine, for all of us adults in here who have kids that we care about and we love, just imagine that you could commit just a little bit to giving them just a little sense of peace, a little and to help them to see the world with a sense of wonder. I think when we do that, we're helping them to see God. We're helping them to celebrate creation, and we're helping them to come more and more into their true selves. And that is such a beautiful thing, thing my friends. What we're gonna do now is now we're gonna have a middle song, and after the middle song, we're gonna have everybody come up here and we're gonna do the baptism. And just be thinking as you hear this song, and then Angela's going to do a, do a little, little video we have for stewardship. Just be thinking again, just thinking again about that. Oh, yeah, peace. Oh, yeah, that beautiful, beautiful sense of wonder. I find my word 
have every failure, God, you have every Church Live, it's Angela. We need your help. Our fundraising year ends at the end of June and we still have a little over $200,000 left to raise. I know that might seem daunting, but I know we can do this. If everybody steps up and supports this church, we can reach our goal. So it funds all the things that you count on here, the Sunday service, the 10 minutes of calm, community service efforts, small groups, all the programs and initiatives that you all count on. So we hope you'll consider making a donation and helping us reach our goal. You can do that on our website, on the donation tab. You can text the word New Church Live, all one word, all lowercase to 77977, or you can use the QR code. We really need everybody to support this church that we all love and care and appreciate. So we hope you'll make a donation and we hope you'll support New Church Live today. Thanks everyone. Thank you, Angela. Boy, and, and, and the, the beauty of that song, wow, wow. You know, that, that I believe in what you say of me. I, that, that, that line, that, um, folks, there's something there, right? Like, what if we really could see ourselves as children of God? And it's not a God that's sort of out there and up there. It's, it's a God, Emmanuel, God with us. It's that idea. It's, it's, it's God in the form of Jesus saying, I am the son of humanity. I am your son. I'm your daughter. I'm your child. And we're all in this together somehow. There's a beauty in celebrating baptism. And the way we're going to do it, for those of you who haven't seen a baptism, is the family's going to come out. We're going to do a set of different questions. We're gonna, and then we're going to invite up the whole crew, the rest of the family is going to come on up. They're going to migrate on up. And we're going to do a last baptism, a last sort of full hands-on blessing just to bless little Cooper and his journey moving forward. So with that, folks, let's go ahead and start the baptism. So please warmly welcome the family out here. You guys can stand right here and watch all that stuff. How are you guys doing? Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. All right. Maybe we should just say hi. To, the kids want to say hi? You, you, wanna, you can wave out there to them. Wave out there, to the, wave out there to, the, to the studio audience. There you folks go. Well, what a, what a joy it is to be here. And I think back, you know, our journey together began with a beautiful wedding. 
you know, all those years ago. And I remember talking to you like, you don't know what the future is, but <laughs> here it is and how beautiful it is. And I remember this baptism and I remember this baptism. And now we have the joy of celebrating this baptism. So the questions for baptism. Do you for yourselves and for your child acknowledge the Lord God, Savior, Jesus Christ to be the one God of heaven and earth? We do. We do. Do you commit to teaching him to find God in his complete word and those around him in his, in his life experience, finding God in all things? We do. We do. And here we go into the sacred no and the sacred yes, even though you're going to answer yes to both of these. Do you commit to teaching him to avoid what will move him further from God and further from others, selfishness and materialism? We do. Yes. And do you commit to teaching him what will move him closer to God and closer to others? closer to God and closer to others, loving God and those with whom he comes into contact in life. Yes. Yes. And will you now join me in baptizing this child in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. Yes. And will you share with us his full name? Cooper John Smetanic. Beautiful. Cooper John Smetanic. Cooper, I baptize you in the name of the Lord God, Savior Jesus Christ. May your life no great passion. May your life no great vision. May you make a difference out there into the world. You've been given perfect parents, a perfect sister, a perfect brother to help you on that journey. God bless. And now we're going to ask the family to come on up and come on around. And I picked a quote for you guys to think about as the family comes around. If we could have that quote up there. It's a quote about understanding what, what real hope actually looks like. Hope is God telling us God's story about us. <laughs> and I love that idea of like having to, being able to live into that hope. And all you're doing with sharing hope with your kids is telling God's story over and over again that God actually has about you two, about your story, about your wonderful family, and about the way life can move forward. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to scooch this on up here as they come on around. And I'm going to ask you guys to just scooch on up this way as everybody comes around. There you go, right here. And you guys can just come on right in behind them. The crew. There we go. Come on around, you guys can come on around. Lynn, you want to come around this side here? Take your hands on your big boy there. <laughs> Yeah, it's the spirit. Yeah, little, little, little wonder, right? So, so folks, I love, I love, you know, Jesus, there's this great part, and I mention it often in baptisms, there's this great part where the disciples are arguing who's number one, right? And, and what Jesus does is Jesus just picks up a baby and he goes, guys, this is the kingdom of heaven right here. And we get to enjoy it this way. And we also, when we lose track of life, just want you two to turn around here. Look at all these people who are joining you here today. You know, all these angels, right? All these angels joining you and joining you on your life's journey. So if you can all put your hands on the person in front of you, we do a little blessing here. Beautiful. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace and bring you home. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for bringing us here today. Thank you for the grace of moments like this. Thank you for the memory today of what is true, what matters, what lasts. Thank you for this wonderful addition to all our lives. 
And Lord, help all those gathered here today to remember they are in his life for very purposeful reasons. To bring him closer to his true self, to bring him closer to you, to bring him closer to his nature, which is love. All of us, all of us walking each other home. Amen. So he is now, so he is now baptized. You folks may now head that away. It's great to see you guys. So again, I, I love that line, friends, on, on hope. I just, boy, that, that line, it just when I, when I heard it on a podcast last week, I thought, that's really it. Hope is God telling us God's story about us. And we start to see our lives embedded within a story. And, and it's, it's understanding that the story's good. And it's remembering this as well, that no story is good without a few problems. That's what makes a story worthwhile reading. And that's what we celebrate. We celebrate life always blessed, always broken, always shared. We celebrate the fact that we do it together. And we celebrate that life is indeed good. So before I close with a prayer, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. You are always invited to join us throughout the week with our 10 minutes of morning calm or a small group or our Sunday service. It is wonderful to have you here, wherever you're tuning in from across the country. It's wonderful to have you here with us today at New Church Live. So what I'm going to close with now is I'm going to close with a prayer, with the Our Father prayer, the, the, the New Church version of the Our Father prayer, then a little blessing, and then we'll have our final song. So, a prayer. Lord, thank you for your presence here today. Thank you for bringing us together to be able to celebrate this wonderful young man's baptism. Lord, and this is the hope. This is the hope, 50 years from today, he stumbles across this video. And he sees it as a reminder, as a reminder of those who have brought him to this point, a reminder of those who love him still and will love him always, a reminder that you have walked with him through life and will continue to walk with him through all of eternity, a reminder of who he was created to be, an angel in your kingdom, and Lord, a reminder of this. <laughs> a reminder is always of home. Of home. That deep ache we all carry for home. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. As in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, and bring you as always home, amen.
finally made it I got out of bed and I went downtown to get creative I ran into my friends at the mall and then we got to singing And everything feels better right now Right Just wanna be up there on the stage doing my thing, singing, tapping in my power and to feel the authenticity. Cause I notice that's when I feel most alive. Most alive, yeah. so much. Have a wonderful week.